everybody. It's Allison Kaczkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in today to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am super excited to be with you on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself, whatever that looks like. And so really over the last few months, I've had the great privilege of interviewing just some really amazing people. Like, you know, like if for those of you that have been following me for a while, know I've had like coaches on, I've had stress management experts, I've had mindset folks, I've had nutrition and other fitness experts on, but I am super excited about my guest today. This is when I, when I came across her online, I just knew intuitively that I needed to speak with her just because of what she does. I don't know how many of you out there are often intrigued by what your dreams tell you or what you wake up in the morning and you think I had the most unusual dream and what that really means. And so today I am talking to Holly Emerson. She is originally from Calgary, Canada, and she is a dream oracle, which in her words, she says she's really just teaching uh, an ancient concept that's been around for a while. But obviously, in my opinion, I don't really think a lot of people know that much about it, which really made me want to talk to her. So and we connected online um, and she is actually in a position that she can help other people Uh, be able to open up what their dream oracle actually is. So Holly, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I am just super excited to talk to you. When your information, when I came across your info, I was like, I have got to talk to this girl. I just, this is so (laughs) intriguing. So tell my audience just a little bit first about what you do, because I know that's what really intrigued me. Yeah. So uh, like you said, I'm a dream oracle. And what that is, is I have a ability where I can connect with spirits through the dream world. So I can actually take somebody's question and go to sleep and connect with their spirit guides through the dream world, ask the question and get the answers and insights for my client. Or sometimes I do this, um, do collective readings this way, but it's just, yeah, connecting with spirit and gaining insights through the dream world. Wow. That's just really fascinating because I can't tell you how many times I've, I've, you know, awakened in the morning, almost like, wow, that dream was so weird. You know, it's like it (laughs) popped up out of the blue. And I know that, you know, I've listened to other people talk about their interpretation of dreams, but But I think your take is really unique. And that's really one reason why I wanted to make sure that I talked to you. So so tell us exactly what a dream oracle is. Yeah, so I like that you touched on dream interpretation, because a lot of people think that that's what I do. And it is, it's a part of what I do. But that's less the dream oracle side. Uh So I believe that we all dream in our own personal dream language. And when you can start to understand and decipher what your own personal dream language is, you can start to see the messages that come through. And so that's kind of on a dream interpretation side. But then there's also dreams that you'll have where you're actually really consciously connecting with spirit and receiving messages and insights. And there's just, there's so many different types of dreams And that's what's so fascinating because it's literally like tapping into a whole other realm and a whole other world and consciously being able to use the information from that, that dream world and using it to help you in your life here in this reality. Okay. Interesting. 
So, you know, obviously I'm a fitness, I'm a fitness expert. I've been in the fitness space for close to 30 years. And so I'm genuinely curious in your opinion, based on what you do, how could this type of thing be helpful in terms of helping people take better care of themselves? Well, you know, a lot of people talk about having a morning routine to set your day up right. And I talk like I believe it's about having a nighttime, like a bedtime routine, a sleep dreaming time routine to help you support uh, or sorry, to support yourself in your next day. So I think sleep and dreams is really important and really vital to our overall well-being. And when we are getting good rest and good dreams and dreaming practices, it really can support us in our waking life. Because really, when we're in the dream world, we're working with our subconscious mind most of the time. And as we know, our subconscious mind spills over into our conscious and, it, and that's what creates our reality. Yeah, our so, subconscious mind really controls the really kind of drives the bus a lot of the time, I like to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So why don't you, why don't we dive in here just for a minute? I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, like, what are some things that you usually see in terms of, of how you best help people set up, you know, say their sleep and their dream routine? I mean, just explain that to me, like, it's something I've never heard of, because, because to some degree, it really is new to me. Yeah, there's lots of different things that you can have. I I'd like to talk up like I talk lots about having bedtime rituals and they don't have to be extravagant. They can just be simple things like, you know, putting your phone away an hour or 2 hours before or even if you if if that's too much, I get it in this day and age, even 20 minutes is helpful. Like just putting that screen away and just taking time to really set the stage for sleeping. You know, making yourself a nice cup of lavender or chamomile tea just to help calm and relax you before you go to sleep. You can also set an intention. I'm a big believer and worker with intentions. So yeah, me too, absolutely. Yeah, so setting the intention for your dream time is is very fundamental and it could be simple something simple as like I just want to have a great sleep tonight and wake up energized in the morning. You know, just simple things like that can really go a long way. Okay. I love that. So what are some, what are some other type of, what are some other intentions that you think would be helpful? Well, I get a lot of people asking me about, you know, they want to remember their dreams. Uh huh. So asking, you know, just setting the intention that you're going to remember your dreams at night. Um, maybe there's a goal that you're working on or a problem that you want to overcome in your waking life. Um, or say you are wanting to get into a workout routine and you're just not feeling motivated. You could set the intention of, you know, your dream time to help you work through what's not motivating you so you can wake up feeling motivated, things like that. So really focusing on what your goals are in your waking life and then structuring your intention to support those goals. Oh, I love that. That just completely lines up a lot with what I teach. So, so, um, so why is it, do you think that so many people don't remember their dreams? You know, I think it's because society has sort of pushed dreams aside. You know, when you talk to most people, they'll say, oh yeah, I used to remember my dreams when I was younger, but I don't really remember them anymore. 
And it's because there wasn't really a focus on dreams. When we're younger, we're so much more tapped in. We're so much more connected to our spiritual selves, our higher selves, our creative selves. And as we grow and move through this world, no one really talks about the importance of dreams. And so they're just sort of disregarded. And so I think that's why most people don't remember their dreams. And it's not that they can't. But it's like remembering dreams is like training muscles. It's a muscle, muscle memory. And like remembering your dreams, you can practice just like you do working out. So if you start, there's things that you can do, like exercises that you can do to start remembering your dreams more. But it all starts with intention. Interesting. Okay. So I'm just, you really piqued my curiosity. So now I want to know a little bit more. So... So how, what are some simple tips that you could recommend that would, that could help people sort of, sort of start to get on this journey? Because here, here, here's why I ask, you know, we live in a day and age where it's all about what do we have to do next? It's all about the to-do list. It's all about, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got all this work to do. And especially now with, with COVID literally changing the way we live and the way we do everything. So, you know, I'm sort of envisioning someone out there who says, well, that all sounds good, but I don't really know that I can do that. Yeah. So are you talking about like people wanting to remember their dreams more or how to use them more? Well, maybe just, maybe just simple tips. Let's say you're explaining, you know, you're, somebody's like wanting to know a little bit more. And so simple tips on how to explain how people can start to remember their dreams. Maybe just a little bite-sized piece, like a teaser. Sure. Well, the first one is always intention. I've already talked about that. So just setting the intention that, you know, I'm going to remember my dreams tonight. The second thing is being patient with yourself because working with the dream space and the dream world, it can take time if you're not used to it. So having patience with yourself in the sense of like, You might have five nights where you don't remember a dream or months go by and you don't remember a dream. That's okay. If you have a genuine desire and intrigue and want to tap into your dreams more, then it will happen. So patience is number two. Uh, The second thing that I like to do for a tip for remembering dreams is maybe you can't do this during the week because we often have to get up and hurry about our day. But on the weekend, if you have time, you can set an alarm, but use your snooze button. And I find that when you set an alarm and then you snooze and you go back to sleep, oftentimes you go straight into deep REM sleep and you'll start going into dreams and you'll remember your dreams easier in that morning phase. So that's another way to start really kind of working that muscle of remembering your dream. So I would start with with those as like a very baseline. Okay. Well, that makes sense because it's almost like, you know, if I'm, you know, working with a client on a new program or, or helping a fitness professional, you know, kind of rebuild their business, it's kind of the same thing. There are just certain things that you just have to start with and just practice. And then Mm -hmm. you can course correct as you go along the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what are some, what are some typical, like, how do you, how do you sort of answer the criticism that, well, this is all woo-woo stuff. This really isn't all that important. <laughs> you know, and the reason I ask that is, is that I, I get people that say that, you know, I, I talk about how our subconscious mind is kind of ruling everything, but 
you know, so many people just, it's almost like they know it, but they don't know it. It's like, well, yeah, whatever, you know, they just kind of dismiss it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I actually haven't really received a lot of criticism that I've heard of. Like, I'm sure there's people behind the scenes who are just like, that girl's crazy. There's no way that that (laughs) happens. Um, But no one's ever said that directly to me or to my face or like even through social media, which now that I think about it, I'm like, that's, that's interesting that that hasn't happened. I think I have criticized myself more than Mm -hmm. other people because when I first discovered that I could do this, I didn't believe it. And I had a lot of like, negative Uh self-talk thinking like this is weird this is crazy you can't tell people about this like what are you doing this isn't something that can happen I think we I think we've all had thoughts like that (laughs) from time to time you know (laughs) yeah yeah so I mean it's not quite answering your question because I haven't had that from other people but I've had it more from myself (laughs) Uh well that brings up another interesting point just what you just said just gave me an idea so you know, how did you get started in in doing this? I mean, I'm sure most people don't get up one day and decide they want to do what you're doing. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So I've always been interested in my dreams. Ever since I was a little girl, I always felt that there was something to my dreams, but I never could quite understand them and figure out what it was. And I started working with this one spiritual teacher. She um, helped me through a lot of healing work that I did before. And when I first started working with her, we work remotely because she's actually in California and I'm in Canada. And she, she said to me, she's like, okay, so just like a little FYI, before three days before and three days after our session, I'll be working with you in the dream world. It's called night school. You're probably not going to remember it, but just know that I'll be working with you on an energetic and subconscious level. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I would think like, really? (laughs) Yeah. I I was just like, uh, okay. (laughs) But I was just like, whatever, I'm still gonna, you know, work with her because she, she'd helped me so much. And so I was just like, I just went with it. And then a couple years later, I, she was hosting a retreat to Egypt. It was like a sacred site tour to Egypt. And I have always been drawn to Egypt. And so I immediately booked my spot and did this retreat. And it was there in Egypt that everything, this dream oracle within me opened up. And I actually remembered this night school with my teacher for the uh-huh. first time. Isn't and I was, like, funny? I was like, okay, so this is actually real because I had a conversation with her about it the next day. And she was looking at me like she knew that I remembered. And I was looking at her and I was like, you, cause she, she played a little trick on me in the dream world. And I, and I told her, I was like, you're a little trickster. And she's like, yay, you remembered. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is actually a real thing. And then I was at the temple of Hatshepsut uh-huh. in Egypt. And for those of you who don't know who Hatshepsut was, she was the only female pharaoh who gained full pharaoh power in ancient Egypt. And so when we were at her temple, my teacher kind of pulled me aside and she's like, Holly, did you know that there was these oracles that used to work for the pharaoh? And this is actually the real reason why she 
reigned for as long as she did was she had these oracles that when they would go to sleep, they would go into the minds of the enemies and extract information on what their plan of attack was. And then they would wake up, they would tell the Pharaoh and the politicians and the powers that be um, what the plan of attack was. And that's how they were able to um, like, or she was able to reign as long as she did. And I was like, wow, that is wild. Like, I still don't know if that's a real thing, but okay. <laughs> that sounds cool. And um, really interesting. And I, that I kind of left it at that. And then after I had come back from Egypt, my dreams had shifted and I had become more conscious and more awake in my dream time, like more and more lucid in my dream time. And then I had this Akashic record reading done. I guess it was about six or eight months after I had come back from Egypt. And I had just said, you know, just, just share with me whatever my guides want me to know or what lifetime they want me to know about. And so this lady had no idea that I'd gone to Egypt. She knew nothing about me. She just knew my name and my birthday. Uh And she said, well, your guides really want you to know about this time that you were an Oracle in Egypt and you worked for a Pharaoh and you would go into the dream world and extract information. (laughs) She literally said word for word, what my teacher told me when we were in Egypt. And it was, it was the craziest thing. I was like, are you kidding me? Talk about, talk about a sign that this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is great, but now what? And so I started realizing that because I was always looking at my dreams from the perspective of I, from the perspective of me, what is my dream trying to tell me? And Uh I started, which I really think that's what a lot of people do. I do think that's what a lot of people do. And what I ended up doing was I shifted that. And this is an invitation, if this resonates with those listening, to maybe shift it too and look at your dreams from a collective standpoint and say, what themes or messages are there in my dream for the collective? And so as soon as I started doing that, I started instantly seeing the messages. And like spirit would be talking to me and they would literally like wake me up with the message as soon as I started shifting it this way. And so I started sharing these messages on my social media channels and it just kind of spiraled from there. And then my husband's mother called me one day and asked me if I could get a message for her. And I was like, I don't know if I can, but I will try. What's your question? And so that night I took her question into the dream world and I got three dreams with three messages for her. And, um, and then I just started doing it for more and more people and started taking clients. And now I do one-on-one stuff, but I also teach others to tap into their own inner dream oracle and awaken their own inner dream oracle. So that's a long story short of how I discovered it. <laughs> no, that's just, it's just, it's just fascinating to me because I just have, I've just never, never quite heard it explained like that. You know, it's, I mean, I feel like, there are people out there who interpret dreams, but not in from the instance of how you describe it. You describe it more in a way that it's like a process that you teach people so they can serve themselves better. Yeah, yeah, I do. Because that's what I really truly believe dreams are about. When we go into the dream world, I personally believe, based on my experiences, is that we're tapping into source energy, whatever you uh-huh. want to call that. And in that energy, we can connect with our higher selves, our truth, our heart, 
and our guides and receive guidance. And so I think this is why when it comes to dream interpretation, I found like when I looked to dictionaries and stuff, sometimes they resonated, but most of the time they didn't. It's because we all have our own um, symbolism for different things. Yeah, you know, totally. like if you dream of a dog and you are scared of dogs, that could be a really terrifying dream versus somebody who loves dogs, you know? And so learning to understand like how your guides are communicating with you through the dream world is extremely empowering and extremely supportive for whatever it is that we want to accomplish or contribute or bring to or manifest into this world. No, I agree with you. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I'll just share a quick story with you. I remember back when I started my fitness business. Um, you know, it's funny that we're talking about this because I remember back when I first started my fitness business is that I, I was in between. I had, I had worked for a chain of health clubs and was kind of in between kind of at a point in my life where I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. And, and I literally, I had gone to work for someone else temporarily. Um, but it just wasn't really working out. And I thought there's got to be something here that I'm just not seeing. And I went to bed that night and, and I had a dream that I had my own business and that I was doing all these things and all these programs. And I mean, I vividly like imagined the type of, the type of gym that I would own. And I owned a small gym for 17 years. And I've recently just, you know, in the last three years downsized and I'm now more virtual, but I got up the next day and it was so clear to me. I had to write it all down before I forgot it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was my sign. You know, I took that as my sign that this is what I need to do. So to piggyback on what you're saying, I think, you know, the universe or the source or whatever you want to call it, I think, you know, in our sleep, you know, we can often, we can often get answers to questions or conflicts or, and sometimes they're disguised a little bit. And that's why, I just love what you have to say about being able to tap into that. Yeah, our dreams are so powerful and they really are meant to guide and support us. And even um, sometimes we go through things in our waking life where we don't know how to process it. Um, oftentimes that's what we're doing in our dream world is like we're, our subconscious is processing it so we can better process it in, in this waking world. I can think of times where I've, you know, where I've gotten up and almost felt like I have, I've run a race, you know, like, Oh God, I'm so glad that wasn't true, you know, or wow, I got <laughs> the weirdest thing, you know, and, and you wonder where it's coming from, but there's it's obviously coming from a place of significance. It is. Yeah. 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 Fascinating. So, so what would you say is probably, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm so curious here. I'm just going to go ahead and ask what, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm the kind of person, if I, if I want to ask something, I'm going to ask it. Um, what would you say is probably some of the most intriguing or interesting things that you've been helped, you've been able to help people figure out in their dreams? Yeah. So, you know, it's really interesting because I, most of the clients I work with, I don't know anything about them because my business is all online yeah. and it's, I work with people remotely. And so I've really discovered that I have this ability to tap into what the root of the problem is, you know, where the, where their healing needs to take place 
in order for them to make that shift in their waking life and align with what it is that they want to manifest. So for example, I used to get a lot of people or a lot of clients. They always ask me like, when am I going to meet the one? And I never position the question that way. I always talk to them before and I say, you know, let's make this empowering for you. Let's, let's have me go into the dream world so I can uncover what you need to do so you can align your life. So you're attracting your highest partner, you know? So really what I focus on is healing and healing in the sense of like uncovering what that root problem is so they can, they know exactly what that block and what that barrier is. Cause oftentimes, you know, it's so in deep into our subconscious that we don't know, but through the dream world, I can access these subconscious memories that they might not even remember um, that have caused them trauma in life. Yeah. That's interesting because I do think that as a society, you know, we want really quick answers. You know, we want to know that, well, if I do the X, I'm going to get Y, you know, and, and sometimes it's not quite that simple. Sometimes it's just, we have, we have to be reminded maybe of something that we already know, and maybe we're just not aware of it or mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, what I find with people is, is that, you know, they have everything they need to succeed. They just need help to kind of connect it all together. Yeah. Society of wanting quick answers, I think. Yeah. And also people often don't want to take the action yeah. or the follow through to do what it is that they need to do in order to attract what it is that they want to attract. They're just like, how long do I have to wait? (laughs) It's like, yeah, well, (laughs) well, we're used to to instant gratification. I see that a lot in my life. So many, uh, so many people that I, why we have such a hard time looking after ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. because we're, we're so busy and focused on the next thing that's on the list. Everyone else around us has what they need, you know, and really what that, what that, what that is, is, it's just, it's a belief that you're not important enough. You know, if you're spending all your time on everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Belief that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough or whatever. Yeah. There's always, is. there's always more to it, you know? So to your yeah. point, it's, you know, the dream may not really itself may not really make a lot of sense to us, but there's, but underneath it is where the answer usually is. And that usually requires effort, you know, and inspired action on our part to find out what that is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And like the desire to really understand what it is, because some people, they're not willing to see what it is they need to see. Yeah. So it's being honest with yourself too. Well, we're just, we're, we're, you know, we get, one of the things I like to say a lot is we get really good at what we do often, you know, all habits are, are behaviors that we just repeat over and over and that makes them, makes them hard to change. Yeah, exactly. So let's say someone out there is really like wondering, this is really interesting stuff, but you know, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I, I, you know, I I can see someone out there saying, well, I'll just, I'll set an intention before I go to sleep tonight and see how that goes. What, what would you tell them on how they could get started to make something like this work for them? Yeah, I think it's just got to be super simple at first. And it's kind of the things that I already said with, you know, putting your phone down and just taking that time to, to make like, to give yourself some sacred space before bedtime. Uh So pausing, pausing before you go to bed, you know, whether that's, (laughs) yeah, literally, literally pausing and like being intentional about your bedtime routine, like brushing your teeth, having a glass of water or tea, 
whatever that is, like when you wash your face, whatever your routine is, kind of be intentional about it and mindful about it and knowing that you're preparing yourself to have a rejuvenating sleep or whatever it is that you want to set your intention for, for that night and for the next day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's always a doable place to start for people. Yeah. I think simple is better because, you know, we always want to like life hack yeah, <laughs> our way totally. through things. <laughs> and it's like most people will give you like this huge list and then that list becomes unattainable and are not doable. And so like, yeah, you're already getting ready for bed each night. You're already brushing your teeth. So just be a little bit more mindful of it and think about, you know, what it is that you want to experience in the dream world yeah. or what your intention is. And that's it. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. Awesome. I love it. So where can people find you? Let's say people want to reach out to you and know more. Where where can people find you? I am primarily on Instagram at Dream Oracle Holly. And I also have a YouTube channel where I share collective readings there, collective messages. And that's just YouTube Dream Oracle Holly. And if people are interested in, like, say you remember your dream and you want to understand what your dreams are, and you want to start diving into what your dream language is, then you can go to hollyemerson.com slash dream guide. And I have a free dream interpretation guide that your uh, listeners can access. Awesome. I'm sure that that will be a popular thing too. So yeah, yeah. It's not what people are going to normally expect with a dream interpretation guide. So (laughs) Yeah, well, that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's obviously what, what makes you unique and different, right? Yes. <laughs> so any, any parting thoughts before we wrap up? No, I think, I think I, yeah, I think that's it. I'm just excited for other people to tap into their own inner dream oracle and be more dream curious because it's a powerful tool that we can use to support whatever it is that you want to accomplish in this life. So now I personally, I love just being in the space of being curious in general and what that can do for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. It kind of puts you in that space of possibility versus, you know, our lower brain, which always wants to keep us safe and always wants to point out why something isn't going to work. You know? Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. Well, this has been joyful curiosity. <laughs> this has been super fun and really fascinating. Thank you so much for for making time to uh, to be on my show. I appreciate it. No, thank you, Allison, for having me. It's been a pleasure and an honor. No problem, my problem. Pleasure's all mine. So, if any of you out there are really interested, feeling you know really inspired and are interested to learn more about Holly and what she does and want to connect with her. Um, All of her links were in my show notes. So please feel free to find her on Instagram or her YouTube channel and definitely go get you a copy of her free gift, her dream guide that's on her website, hollyemerson.com. That certainly sounds like something that I think uh, would definitely be, would definitely be helpful on many levels. And for any of you out there listening that are still not in my private Facebook community, please come over and join me there living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We do all kinds of free challenges and all kinds of, you know, I'm, I'm in there every Tuesday doing my weekly live show where I usually speak on some type of topic or offer some type of of something for you. So I would love for you to make sure you take advantage of that. And if you're not on Facebook, then head to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us and send me an email. 
Um, and just, you know, tell me, tell me what's working, tell me what's not, tell me if this particular show really inspired you um, or anything else. I always love to hear from you. It's always, I always love just knowing exactly what's working and what's not. Pretty soon, we're going to, I'm going to be having some opportunities for you to become a supporter if you're interested in doing that. Lots of free gifts, discounts and incentives and all kinds of of things that you can take advantage of. So stay tuned. I'm going to have information on that coming up very, very soon. And it will be on my website. So I will definitely share that when uh, my team and I are finished putting all that together. So uh, this is Allison Katzkowski with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am incredibly grateful for all of the support. Uh, We are worldwide now with thousands of listeners and followers, and I could not do it without you. Um, We're celebrating one year on the air. And um, I am so grateful for all of your support. Like I said, I just couldn't do it without you. So I always want to make sure that I'm very forthright with that. So thanks again to Holly for being my guest today. Uh, This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. And thanks for coming.